Do you hate listening to the same 10 songs over and over during long car drives? Do you have an itching to escape your mundane job without actually leaving your job? Or do you wish you could read a good book, but you just don't have the time? Hello my friends, I'm Daniel with the Temple of Geek, and I'm here to tell you that I have a solution for your book reading needs. That solution is Audible. Yes, my friends, Audible is here to save you on those long car trips and boring work days with over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. Today, you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, get an even sweeter deal. By heading over to audible.com forward slash podcast, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial on us. You can start downloading a book today on your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. So what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to episode 76 of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. This show is designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. This week, I asked the question, who came up with the Hunger Games? Good question. Yes. I'm not even going to know that, but I really would like to talk about the Hunger Games. Yeah, so we were curious. Have you ever even seen the Hunger Games? I have, yes, all of them, because my wife read all the books, and I had to watch all the movies with her, so yes. Yay! Well, there you go. That's that's more than this one over here. Yeah. I've seen two. I was just, you know, I was thinking one day, who the hell came up with the concept of, hey, let's throw a bunch of kids on an island or wherever in an arena and watch them kill each other until there's only one victor? Sick person. You know, I was going to say President Snow, and then when I was thinking about it, in the last, in uh, Catching Fire, they had the Quarter Quell, which was like the 75th annual Hunger Games, yeah. and I'm like, unless President Snow is like super freaking old, never mind what I was thinking. Yeah. He was just the recent one in charge. Yeah. So, so what was the purpose of the Hunger Games? It was to... Starve a nation? No, not I think it's just basically to entertain a bunch of wrench people, man. Well, it is, but it's also uh, the Hunger Games were designed after District 13 rebelled against the capital. Because, you know, everybody's been separated into these different districts. And so it was... Sorry. What? No, I was going to say, so it's a form of punishment for somebody rebelling yes. against... Yes. Against to keep the them capital. in check. Yes. Basically. So what it is is that if you live in the capital, you're not part of the Hunger Games. But if you're in one of the 12 districts that survived the uprising, because District 13 was supposedly destroyed like off the face of the planet, um, so they were telling everybody. Uh, so from the 12 districts that survived the rebellion, the Hunger Games was a way to keep them in check. They're like, this is your punishment for rebelling against the capital. For, you know, wanting food and money and, and warmth reg- and shelter. Regular and, stuff. Yeah. So most of the districts are pretty crappy from what we saw. Unless you're from districts one and two. Yeah, I was going like, to say. tons of money. Isn't there like a, the, the level from one to 13, like uh, middle class, upper class, middle class. According to the districts, then yeah. you got the capita. That's yeah. like the upper, upper class, like the billionaires, like the celebrities. And then you go down and. Yeah. And by the way, y'all have to pardon Rooster's sudden twang there, the capita. 
Capita. capita. That's what it's called in the number games, though. It, does it go the capita? It's the, the capital. The capital. I know it is. I, I just. It's okay. You're the hearing... southern and stuff. It's okay. Capital. We, capital. <laughs> Throw a little southern twang in there. We're gonna revolt against the capital today. Capita yeah. today. We're going. We're going to protest against. We're kind of appropriate, right? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Are we recording our? Yes, we're recording this. <laughs> I didn't hear him do the intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where were you? Oh, I didn't hear him do the whole. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but but yes. So the Hunger Games was a way to what in the hell was that? Sounds like sorry. a ghost from Pac-Man getting eaten. <laughs> sorry. I was watching Bellator fighting and I had to turn it off because apparently it was uh, my attention was everywhere. So now I'm focused on what we're talking about. Wake up, Rooster. <laughs> Paul Rooster talks to us slightly lit in the darkness. Oh, that was creepy. What are you doing? Okay, so we can agree that the guy that created the Hunger Games is probably a sick, twisted, demented person. Yeah, well, so, I mean... So what went into the planning? Why... What, what do you think goes through someone's mind that says, hey, let's put 26 kids in an arena and watch them kill each other? Well, it would be 24. Well, okay, I'm sorry. There's there's the 13th district's missing. My apologies. It's 12. 12 districts. Math. Well, I was thinking 13 in my head. Cause no, the- I know. It's because I kept saying 13. I well, I guess it could be just like if anyone's going to revolt, it would be the adults. And, and a way to keep them in check is to put something in jeopardy that's the most precious to them and I guess that would be their kids. Right? Yeah. Food. Food. I think food well, would be more precious can, than kids. You can survive without food for a while and find resources elsewhere but, you know, as soon as your life's... Your, your life... Your kid's life is in jeopardy I think there's a lot that people would do. It's like I think a person can only eat so many Smurf berries. But it's also, they also, the thing is, is that you don't know who's going to be picked. That's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. is that everybody's name goes into a drawing, and two people, a boy and a girl, are picked during the, the reaping? Is it the reaping? Yeah. yeah. During the reaping. And then, the thing is, is that they have this extra thing that you can do, is say, like, your family's starving, and you need extra rations or food then your child can opt to put their name into the bowl a second time in order to get extra mm-hmm. rations. So that's why in the scene where Katniss asks Gail how many, how many times his name is in the bucket, his is way more than the age he is. So I think he's, how old is he, like 16, 17, 17 years old? Yeah, and he is. And like- he had like twice the amount because it's like one name draw for every year you're, like however old you are from the age of 11. 10, 11, and up until then. And then you add extra na- extra little name cards in there every time you take extra rations. So in a way, you're kind of punished for asking more than you're supposed to be given. Yeah. So what's the age range? 11 to 17? I think it's 18. 11 18 to 18. So are you required to put your name in the bowl? You have to do it yes. at a certain age? Every child has to put their name in the bowl, which is why, like, Prim, Prim was freaking out because it was her first year getting put into, into the reaping, and that's why Katniss kept telling her, no, it's your first year, your name's only in there once, you're not going to get picked, and then we all know what happened after that. Mm-hmm. What are the chances? <laughs> so, 
who thought of the idea of pitting an 11 year old against an 18 year old <laughs> that's a good question because I wanted I wondered that too it's like you have a child and you have and you have these different districts and this district is stronger people and then you have these weaker people down on the bottom it's like how fair is that you would think or, it would be more like 15 to 18 or 14 to 18 why didn't they come up with brackets the 11s to 13 year olds can fight each other in this little corner <laughs> so yes. much madness because there can only be one or in the case of Katniss and Peta, there can only be two. I do like I do like the fact that um, the the strategies behind um, all of that, um, whenever they get together, and then you have the smaller ones like um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on the 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 young one that died in the first episode. I can't remember her name. Rue. 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 I should remember that. Rue died, and, and then that sparked a whole another anarchy. But she was just like she was hiding the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you know, but the, but the the strategies of I think that's what I enjoyed the most about it was watching um, Katniss and and um, Peta work together against uh, all of, all of the the I guess they're the higher ups because they formed a clique. At the same time, mm-hmm. but they they formed a strategy on how to win, and they stuck to it, and they they did what they did best, and that was um, just survive. You know, is what they've been doing their entire life. That's why I think they had a leg up in the whole series, is because they had to survive in their districts. What type of you weapons know? did they throw in that arena? Only handheld combat weapons, no guns, no nothing like that. So, so we're talking about like a stapler and a paperclip. Yeah. No, we're talking like spears, bow and arrow, um, swords, machetes, throwing daggers. Because they put the weapons into the cornucopia of the weapons that the uh, that the people qualify with. Because you're supposed to show your strength, right, throughout uh, the training sessions. Mm-hmm. There's the session where they show, um, they're supposed to showcase their skills. So like PETA was picking up heavy things. And throwing them, you can't go by. And he immediately looked like Hercules when he threw this medicine ball onto the thing. Yeah, he picked awesome. up that super heavy thing and threw it. And then, like, Katniss was bow and arrow. And um, the other ones were, you know, throwing spears or the girl from District 1 or two, 1 who was, like, amazing at throwing daggers. She's a ninja. Yeah. Let's pretend that we're all planning the next the 76 Hunger Games. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. What type of weapons would we include in this? Or let's, what type of arena would we have set up to kill these kids to watch these kids kill each other? Um, because you know well, child murder is always awesome to watch on TV, right? It's, it's you know it's a sport, and I don't know. That's what the one thing that I love. I mean, you love child murder? No, no, no. <laughs> Wow. No. no. <laughs> that went dark fast. Yeah, you know, that's the one thing I love. That's what I love. No child murder. No. Um, the game makers, like the ones who, that their whole, like their whole life and job is surrounded by building the arena and then putting in obstacles and all that stuff. That stuff is amazing. I mean, yeah, it's super bad, but we got to see... Their whole job is to find ways to... to kill children. Yeah. Yes. But the things that we got to see that happen in the arena, like in the first one with, 
they could start a fire with the push of a button or drop a tree with the push of another button or create these freakish dog Beast. creatures. Well, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't matter what arena it is because they can change it. It oh, could yeah. be this arena at one point. Oh, my God. Point. <laughs> it's raining okay, outside. Okay, they know you're southern. Yeah, it could be an arena at one point. And then a whole another thing at another. So that's that's what's cool about it. It's like you can't you don't have to pick one. You can just throw it out there, and it could be whatever. And they have to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. That was what was like really cool about the second one, the second arena, and catching fire with the with the water. That they could spin the cornucopia, even though it was based on a clock. But they could spin the center of it to wherever they wanted it to stop, which was awful but awesome well, you can have a, a nest of cracker jackers and then you can have a, a swarm of rattle jackers i don't know i mean it could be whatever it is you know? <laughs> I have no idea jacker. what either are but <laughs> sounds you mean awesome jackers, maybe? tracker jackers that's what it tracker is jackers. all the cracker well, jackers they're like, basically big hornets that they, they're basically big hornets that if they sting you that it can cause you hallucination if you get stung too many times they'll kill you those, tracker jackers. Those sound awesome. Tracker jackers. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I put a lot of thought into this. You know, I, I would like to see, like, these kids kill each other, you know. <laughs> so this is awful. <laughs> I, I don't want to see, like, them, you know, chasing each other throughout the woods and stuff and hiding and stuff. I would like to see, like, a full-out battle royale in the center of a stage with, like, weapons and axes and them hacking each other. Kind of like in the movie Battle Royale. Which Gladiator? <laughs> Gladiator. Oh, like uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Definitely Braveheart status. That would be awesome. Right? Well, I mean, it's... Thinking about it this way is that the Hunger Games is like a very extreme version of Survivor. It's mm-hmm. like the Olympics. Not everyone's a fighter, you know? Yeah. So you have the whole outwit, outlast, outplay thing, except it's, you know, outkill. Outkill. Yeah. And, and survive. And survive. Outkill yeah. and survive, yeah. Because so you have the you have the killers and the survivors. Yeah. You know, and now it's kind of a play on it. You had you had the people who were out to just just kill everybody, and you had the people who were surviving, and didn't want to kill. And mm-hmm. you know this whole, you know it's it, it's weird how this whole Hunger Game thing turns uh, political and and kind of gets the sense of uh, politics on you know real life. But other than that, I don't want to talk about that. But. I like the fact that it, it was kind of a, a struggle, a, a, you know, a, and then a, also a love story, kind of. Well, they threw that in there to, you know, just because. You know, but, to make the girls happy. Hey. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I could do, I could have used, not used a relationship. It would have been just fine with that I was going to say, it would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, it. but I That's mean. That's like 90% of the shows that I watch nowadays. It would be absolutely fine without, you know, relationships. <laughs> What was that? You hate Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but the thing, I just, there's just so much that happens is you have, um, like what you were saying about them forming the cliques and Mm -hmm. having these like alliances between people, but it was so easy for Cato to switch from you protect our food, protect our stuff and we won't kill you. And then, oh my God, our stuff blew up, breaks the kid's neck. (laughs) Yep. And, you know, he didn't feel any any remorse or anything about any of that but as we saw with Katniss she shot that guy with the arrow and killed him after he killed Rue mm-hmm. and 
she has to live with that for the rest of her life and she has nightmares about it. Yeah, but it affects her soul, you know. She'll get over it. <laughs> I mean, the same with even PETA, because PETA is part of the reason that Cato died. Because mm-hmm. he had him and Katniss shot him in the hand and then he pushed him off the top of the cornucopia. Yeah, but didn't she kill like other people besides that guy? Well, in the very beginning she did, which caused all of the... She only killed him. Because Thrash killed the girl... Uh, well, the girl from two. She one. didn't knock the tracker jacker nest on that one girl. <gasps> yeah, she did. So, and then she yeah, stole so, the. So see, the she's a murderer. She's a murderer. She'll, she'll get okay. She'll, I mean, she'll be okay. She'll but get you can blame that on the tracker jackers. It's not her fault. The nest fell no, on her. She, she just knocked it down. Yeah. But I mean, we see how badly that these games really affect people because Hamish turned into an alcoholic. Um. Finnick, uh, he won a long time ago, and he he became super popular within the capital. But he, you know, he basically became a prostitute, and then he started prostituting himself for secrets because that's the best thing he could have was secrets from the people in the capital because that's where all the power is. Is there? Yeah. What's with know. all the names? Well, <laughs> the fact that I remember all these names is, I know, is super awesome for me. It's like, what what was his name? Quidditch? Who? Finnick. 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 Finnick Finnick O'Dare. Finnick. What was Lindy Kravitz's name? Um, that was... Bo Derrick. No, it was not. I can remember this. Cross-dressery. Lindy was was my favorite character because he (gasps) designed the best Oh my gosh. I cried so bad when he died. It made me so sad. I'm not gonna lie, I cried a few times during Maybe this. his name was Kravitz. No, it's not. Lenny it backwards. Yanel. She's looking it up right I'm now. looking it up. It was Kravitz Yanel. Girl on fire. Girl on fire, yeah, that's what he calls her. So oh do God. the people on the Capitol do they do they watch this on like television screens or Yes they do. Yeah, it's a game show, man. So do they get to bet? I'm sure there's yeah, somebody going on. Yeah, they do. They bet. Um, but you know what's also the other thing that's really bad about the entire thing is that... Oh, it's Cinna. 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 Um, Again, the is, weird names. Is... You know how like they get the little little parachute gifts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Hamish is out there basically like as their... <laughs> like PR person like He's telling them like sponsors sponsors like telling these people like hey do you see this really beautiful woman here with these long hair that's really great at the bow and arrow with like a nine you want to sponsor her and yeah. they gave her help like her help her out make sure she survives the games and we'll do something nice for you mm-hmm. Isn't that Woody Harrelson's character yes I love Hamish Hamish and Effie that's my like OTP okay seriously the names what is up why is it in a post-apocalyptic world people feel that they have to forget like you know John David Mary and they name things like and everybody has to have an A you have to have an A at the end of your name apparently you know though out of all the characters in Hunger Games my favorite is definitely Caesar Flickerman, okay, see, the I guy could... who runs the talk show. Okay, see, I was good. Oh, there. oh yeah, I was good there until you said Flickerman. Stanley Tucci's character. Stanley Tucci's. The best. He's got I the best. Him. He's got the best teeth. And hair. His hair is glorious. Yeah. Oh my god! Forget all the rest of the characters. I'm like, 
Caesar's my number one. He makes me laugh, and he's genuinely sad when they die. When he comes on, the gong hits, and like, bong, another one dies. And he's like, oh, another one. Oh, poor Rue is gone. <laughs> no, he's like, I mean, he's, he's so plain, sad. He's kind of so sad. Camera, he's so sad. No, it's not really. He doesn't really care. Then he gets back in his jovial thing. Next on the show, you know, he gets back in his like Oprah thing. Seacrest wish. So, so during my gladiator version of the Hunger yeah. Games, where the kids are fighting each other in the center ring, when yes. the gong goes off after everybody dies, you know, when when one person dies, you know, how the gong goes off. It's a cannon, but yeah, whatever. You right, hear, yeah. you'd hear, bump, bump, bump. Another one bites the bites dust. The dust. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the winner just does like a moonwalk out of there they're like he do a little hee hee exactly <laughs> that's awful i mean drop the mic this whole thing is just awful well, see i would put weapons out there like you know plastic silverware <laughs> <laughs> see that would be a better show a big pass yeah that would be more but interesting. that would take pick. it would take forever for that one to end though it's like you're you're Toothpicking them to death. You're going to die soon. A rubber band. They'd have to have 12 contestants instead of 24 because they got to get through the people. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what the longest Hunger Games was. Like, how long did it take? Because they had one person that won the games because everybody else starved to death. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why the the game masters have to, like, throw obstacles into their way because people... Otherwise, people would just hide out in all different corners and sit there forever. It'd be boring. Yeah. So where did Peter get the makeup to disguise himself as a tree or a log? That's what I to know. He where probably did he it find it. Dirt and moss and stuff from the ground. So did he like clave it and just you yeah, know? Yeah, he like he had... clay yeah. on his face. Because Peter's awesome. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a, a broken group. Is what he looked like. Yeah, he did. <laughs> It is. He was broken too. Yeah, he was very broken. That was really cool though when he reached out and grabbed her leg, and she's like, "Ah, Peter, Peter." That's all Katniss says. Glad that went real life. He might have got stomped on by me. I'd be like, "Who's grabbing my leg?" <laughs> You're like, "Oh, I killed him." Root. My Damn. bad. Still number one. They named him after a piece of bread. Yeah, he's Peter Bread. <laughs> well, he is a baker, it's which is hilarious. Or it's a chip. That is well, funny. Katniss is named after a flower, Katniss, and then Primrose is also a flower. Mm-hmm. So there's your name. There's question. your names. What about what about Jeffrey Humperdinck or Jeffrey Humperdinck? <laughs> Humperdinck, Humperdinck. That's Princess Bride, I think. Yes, it's it is. Totally different movie. Humperdinck. Caesar uh, Malone. Caesar Malone. I still liked, but think about it. If we didn't have Hunger Games and we didn't have Stanley Tucci's Caesar, we would not have Stephen Colbert's version of Caesar when he was, <laughs> whenever he talks about the election. Yes. I wasn't trying to get political or anything. I just love the way he acts. <laughs> you have broke cardinal rule number one. I wasn't talking about politics. No I just like political liked, talk on this podcast. Like Steve, <laughs> that's the Caesar. It's funny. I like Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. You two must now fight each other to the death with straws. So what's the what's the deal yeah! with them? Let's <laughs> see that. Oh, what's the deal with them bringing back uh, past winners to to fight? So every twenty five years, they have what's called a quarter quell. 
which is the one, uh, Hamish won the 50, the 50th one. And then at 75, they, according to the book, what they did was uh, when they created the Hunger Games, they wrote out a bunch of like quarter quell, uh, like how they were going to do the quarter quell that year. Mm -hmm. And they put it in envelopes and sealed them and put them in a box. And then every quarter quell, the president would take it out and be like, this is what our quarter quell is going to be this year. And so they said past winners, which was a big, huge upset, upset because they're supposed to be safe, like never have to fight in another. Yeah, that's, if you win, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. And some districts only have one or two winners, which is what happened to District 12, because the only winners were Hamish, Peta, and Gatness. So one one male, one female. So obviously Katniss was going back. Unlike districts like one and two who have multiple winners. So the pool that they're reaped from is much bigger. Mm -hmm. Some were just automatically had to go back. Yeah. It's so where, where are we going with the last movie? What do you mean? Like, what is like, it? Was uh, it? So the whole point of the Mockingjay book and film both portions yeah. of it was that these people basically decided that they're tired of killing each other. So they got tired of killing kids. They got tired of killing kids. For and, entertainment. And Katniss and when Katniss and Peta almost ate the berries at the end of the first of the the Hunger Games movie, they basically was showing that these two are rebelling against the government because they would rather die than give them a winner. Mm -hmm. is what they did. So that sparked a little bit of rebellion throughout the districts. And then in the second one, we got to see more rebellion. They showed several more instances where people were fighting against against the capital, against the all the soldiers and stuff and the policemen. And they used the second one as a way to break Katniss out and away from President Snow because she is the Mockingjay. She is the symbol of hope, of hope and the rebellion against the Capitol. Mm -hmm. So the whole third book in the last two movies is really about um, one was getting Peta back from from the Capitol because they kidnapped him, and it's also about uh, finding out a way to infiltrate the Capitol and take it over and oust President Snow from his from his you know tyrannical rule, but. At the same time, what they were really trying to show is that you may have a current bad person in power, but you also have to be very aware that if you take that person out of power, who is going to take over for them? And is that person going to be worse? Which is what ended up happening. Is that President Snow was horrible. We all saw that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I still didn't learn what her, name, what her character name was. Julianne Moore's character. Oh, yeah. The, she was like the mayor or president of District, District 2 or 3. Was it 13? 13. Oh, because 13 disappeared and they, they actually but went they underground. Really yeah. yeah. So she wanted to start a new Hunger Games where they would reap people from just the capital. So it just shifted the hunger. It didn't get rid of it. It just made yeah. it something different. Killing different people. Killing different people, which is not what they wanted this new world to be about. So when Katniss was presented with that choice of killing President Snow 
or making the decision to kill Julianne Moore's character and them picking somebody different because that woman was never going to give up the power to rule the government because you heard her. She's like, I'm just going to take over temporarily until we get a voting system in place so that we can vote for somebody who we want to be in power. Lies. But she's the kind of person that once you give that woman the clipboard, she ain't ever giving it back. So she's the female version of Snow. Basically, yeah, but so much worse. Yeah. And so when Katniss was faced with that choice to either put an arrow through President Snow's heart or her heart, she chose her. And that's what spoiler President alert. said to her. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert but, at the beginning of this. If you can't not, if you haven't seen these... Just I don't feel like I haven't seen the last one. I haven't either, but it's fine. I'm sorry. No, I need to I don't I don't care about spoilers. It doesn't change the movie for me. We'll just put spoiler at the front, I guess. I'll never but... put a spoiler in the front of this. <laughs> 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 but that's it's the sh the movies are very they're very, you know, dystopian society, but also very political. Mm -hmm. And also deciding, you know, what is the right move. Is it taking this awful person out of power? And then once you do that, how do you move forward from there? You know, to me, to me, watching these movies, they're, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to break any rules on the, the cast, but to these movies have an underlining political reference to oh, today's yeah. society. You know, you have broke cardinal rule number one of the Todd cast. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. No political talk. Coin. Her name is Coin. Oh, my God. Alma Coin. <laughs> Alma Coin. Well, I guess uh, Katniss had to flip the coin. Has anyone yeah, seen the movie Battle Royale? No. Is that... The Hunger Games is a direct ripoff of that movie. <laughs> what year was that movie? Oh, uh, it was like 90-something. Yeah, I don't even remember. It could be, it could be a total ripoff of it. That's fine. But were they killing kids? But were they yes. killing? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, there was forty kids, twenty boys and twenty girls. Oh, they just—they didn't have a love story. Did they? they didn't have a love story, did they? Actually, they did. Oh well, there you go. It was just like the Hunger oh. Games. Clearly, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> it, it, totally it was kidding. a Japanese movie. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. I've heard of it. I just haven't actually sat down to watch it. But yeah, it didn't come at the right time where it had a, needed a franchise. <laughs> French, franchises are really big right now. Yeah, so. gosh, didn't you know? <laughs> Book series to film series with the split fourth movie. Ugh. Of course. Or third split. I will split say, final. I really like The Hunger Games. There's a reason why I didn't watch the last two because of the whole split thing. It just annoyed me. Harry Potter started. It's all Harry Potter's fault. Well, it just it just annoyed me because I knew it wasn't going to be good because you're you're splitting the whole story arc in half by doing that. So yes. they picked a weird place to cut it to, which was also a problem. That's why they cut back on the Avengers film. It's no longer a two parter. Good. Let's just kill everybody in one movie. It'll be great. That's mm -hmm. how it should be. Tony, the Hunger Games would be much better if they were maiming each other like right off the outset instead of running and hiding. Yeah. There's no running and hiding here. Just Everybody... running into the battlefield and just, ah! I think I it. would put them in like in a, 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 you know, all 24 kids in a 10 by 10 room. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Holy crap. Nowhere to hide. That would turn into like a Dexter. With like a paper clip. A styrofoam cup. A rubber band. A sheet of paper. I'm going to cut you. They would all have to have their fingernails filed to points. Like, go for it. Do it. They could totally mess with them, too, and put, instead of, you know when they go to run into the tree line and a fence pops up? That's electrified. <laughs> that would be funny as hell. Is that they just like randomly got tired of it and like let's just let's just here's a spear hit enter and spear pops up and gets them. I'll put them in a ten by ten room with clear walls and it makes it look like they can see you know and run for a mile and they'll run right into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> now would the room just get smaller and smaller as more and more people die so, off? So you're not? gonna you're gonna Willy Wonka them to death, huh? Yeah, I mean it'd be awesome. It'd be the shortest Hunger Games in history. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wonder what the long like I already said like I wonder what the longest one had been. I wonder if there's ever been like a group of people who were just like you know what screw this and they just all sort of sat down on the ground. That's my like, thing. Why they had the different like animals going after people because they didn't want idle people just sitting around. Yeah, that's true. They like my- started fires and. <laughs> and Go you, ahead. You might sit on the ground and a spear might come up out of the ground and hit you in the ass and. They could also <laughs> blow you up. Like, uh, when they're on the little pedestal thing, if you step off the pedestal before the t- countdown clock gets to zero, they blow you sky high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so see, that's cheating. Yeah. They'll just blow you up beforehand. You know, that's my thing. All these people are, are, are governed by uh, uh, weapons, and they don't do anything but just work all day because they're afraid that a ship's going to come in. But all it took was, like, one movie and then another inspiration and then movie two we started a rebellion and fighting all the people and taking all their guns. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, it's like Daniel said, I'm done with sitting here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go do my own thing. I might want to go live in the woods over there. I don't even know where over there is. It's not my district, but it's over there. So I just want to <laughs> live there. That was also what we saw with Katniss. I mean, they have this electrified fence that goes around District 12, which they can't afford to keep the electricity on which is how Katniss gets in and out and into the forest to go hunt yeah, they do a real good job she's like chilling and then, and then a plane flies over like oh we gotta get back and no yeah. <laughs> we'll have to. not just today <laughs> just live out there yeah we got deer and meat out there it's better than what they're doing in the, in the district yeah. well we can all agree that the Hunger Games are pretty jacked up yeah. Yes. Um, I have a question though. How come is it that every time we have a dystopian society, we always go back to primitive weapons? Why the hell is that? Well, because nobody wants to do the gun talk and talk about guns nowadays. No, but I mean, I mean, seriously, like, cat, uh, the Hunger Games isn't the first one where they went back to like swords and bows and arrows. I think it's because it's supposed to show a fallen society, and a fallen society would most likely have either their weapons taken away, or their weapons not available, or or manufacturing is not around. Yeah, right. The not have it. Yeah, you don't I have mean, Glock or Six Sour companies doing anything yet well, to do slingshots. But the capital took all that away from them mm-hmm. so they all that they're left with is stuff they can make on their own or stuff they can barter they can, yeah to get. exactly like a club mm-hmm. a hoagie sandwich they can't even get a hoagie sandwich you know Pita my bread. favorite my Pita favorite bread. part 
One of my favorite parts in the whole uh, Hunger Games series is whenever they start singing their the the song the um, how's it go? Somewhere over the rainbow. No, okay, you know it. The song where they're marching to the the um, Mocking Jay song. Um, the song that she sings out with the. With yes, yeah, I don't know how it goes, but they're marching these uh, what whatever district it is, they're they're lumberjacks or whatever, and they're marching into the trees. And then they're followed by these guys with guns, and then all of a sudden they all start climbing up all these trees, and they have all this stuff set up for the guys, and they start shooting everybody, and then they start raining down all these uh, bombs on the on the guys that are following with the guns and stuff. Um, they were pretty sophisticated in making their weapons and things like that in the different districts. I mean, yeah. a lot of people died, but I mean, they told they firebombed District Twelve. They killed everybody yeah, they, except they, for Gail and uh, Katniss's mom and sister. To the hanging tree. To the hanging tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that song. That's a good song. I like it too. You gonna sing us out, Rooster? Uh, Carol. To the hanging tree. I don't think that's how it's. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's close to that. I'm not going to be verbatim with it. It's close to that. And on that note, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at Also, why don't you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show? Those ratings really help us out. Until next time, I'm Daniel. I'm Chelsea. I'm Katie. I'm Rooster. And we'll see you next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.